Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nick and Jeff Show. I'm Nick, and joining me is my boy Jeffrey. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he says boy, does he? I don't think he says boy the entire game. But if it hasn't given it away, this week we're going to talk about God of War Ragnarok. Why are we waiting till now, Jeffrey? Game of the year, 2022. <laughs> Runner up. <laughs> Runner up. Why? Why are we waiting? Actually, I think it is better than Elden Ring. You do? Oh, good. I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that at the start or later on, but you do think it's better than Elden Ring? Well, like it's more fresh. It's fresher in my mind, and it's shorter, but it's still they're both long. They are both very games. long games with lots of with both both of them have optional areas that like. Yeah, the player might not ever see this. Yep. Well, let's make it gigantic anyway. You're talking about the crater? <laughs> yeah, the crater. <laughs> well, uh, fair warning before we get into it, we are going to go full spoilers. Uh, all bets are off, so if you haven't played the game or finished the game or you don't want spoilers, abandon uh, ship now, uh, but still subscribe. Yep, we're going to spoil everything. Spoil everything. So, with that in mind, let's go. I've got a good topic list, or a big topic list. I don't know if it's a good topic list, but it's a big topic list. So let's go. Uh, Jeffrey. What did you think of the opening of God of War Ragnarok? Nick, the opening was so long ago because <laughs> I played it when it came out in November and then I immediately got, I think I, I fought Thor, maybe I got to Sindri's house, I can't remember, and I'm like, cool, I'm off to Japan now. Yep. I'm, I'm not going to play this game for another 40 days. <laughs> so I've forgotten everything that happened in the opening. Um, actually, from memory... You know, Thor and Odin showed up. Must something must have happened at the start, but Thor and Odin showed up at the at the house, yeah. and I thought that was like a really tense conversation. Okay, because obviously it felt like from memory, Kratos knew was like, oh my god, this is Odin. Like, I need to be extremely careful with what I say and how I act. Yeah, he knew who he was. And in my mind, yeah, 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 and in my mind, Loki's like, yeah, I'm Atreus. Atreus is like, yeah, come on, we can take him. I don't know. And then a big fight happens. Wow, it's even further back for me, but I guess I don't know. I guess it's stuck in my mind a little bit more. I I liked the. Well, actually, I thought Freya uh, attacking them at the start was was very sort of. Oh yeah. Like that, you that know, starting fun. from zero zero to hundred very fast, and then slowing down to very very slow for that. Was that the opening of the game with the wolves? Yep. And then he, she was attacking them on the wolves. Yep. And then you get back to your house, and that's when. Uh, Atreus puts the wolves to sleep and like lets his soul rest or whatever oh, it takes yeah. takes him out and I was just like I remember watching that bit at the start and I just like I started I started crying and Kiba's like sitting in the corner I'm like come here my boy I just need to pat you uh, so it was a very very emotional start and then yeah to have Odin and Thor rock up and but be so passive I wasn't expecting them to be like that you know Odin or Thor yeah. comes in and puts his mule near down and they have the conversation and then Odin's at the door and I, oh. I immediately think of Thor as um Hemsworth who's the purple dude from Avengers Thanos yes well really like I, I can't I, I can't picture that like I, I think it's a different voice actor right or an actor or whatever but like in my mind it sounds like is it Josh Brolin yeah, yeah it wasn't Josh Brolin it was yeah. Thanos it sounds like him to me oh right okay that's weird. I mean, I, maybe your brain was tying that up with like Avengers and Marvel. I don't know. But uh, yeah, then what, uh, Kratos and Odin had their fight at the start, which was uh, seemed very much uh, very similar to Kratos and Thor. Oh yeah, sorry, Kratos and Thor. Thor. <laughs> Kratos and Thor had their fight at the start, which is very similar to 
uh, the stranger showing up or Boulder sh- yeah, showing up at the Boulder. start of the first game. I, because I, 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 I sort of replayed the start mm. of 2018 recently. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very familiar. Like I sort of was expecting that. Like you know, yeah. they, they developers say, well, you know, 90% of players don't finish the game. Put the coolest stuff at the start. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so I was kind of expecting a repeat of that awesome fight. Yeah. Of, of, of that sort of level of action. And like, it didn't disappoint. Yeah. I know you're you mean. flying everywhere. And then what, shortly after that, um, the, you go on a hunt and he's like, yeah, deer's this way. Like Atreus knows what he's doing now. But uh, then were you expecting Atreus to be the bear? You know, uh, do you remember? You, I, I, you fight I, not the bear? at first. Definitely not at first. And then I think, to, like getting further, as I was fighting the bear, I'm like, "Oh, this is a trace, isn't it?" Like, oh, really? And then I figured that out. Oh, right. Yeah. It did. It didn't click. Yeah, but on it wasn't. To me. It wasn't straight away. It, I think it was while I was fighting him. Oh, okay. So it didn't click onto me until, like, after he transformed back. I'm like, oh no! I was just like brutally like, oh, fuck this bear, and like stabbing him and like hitting him with the axe and everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, get get this get this damn axe. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't expecting that. And then from there, you're pretty much, I guess you're pretty much off, aren't you? Um, yeah, I think you're off an adventure. And I, I think I felt kind of overwhelmed because you had the axe and you had um, the, the Blades chaos, of Chaos at the chaos, same yeah. time. Like, yeah. you had access to a lot of stuff and then they both added this new uh, charging mechanic as well. Yeah, yeah. And this is before I, you know, before I left on holidays. And I felt like, oh man, there's just like... It's too much to go around. Like, I kind of wish they did, like, the opening segment where you just had one weapon and then you got the other. Like, do it soon. Yeah. But I just felt like you had access to everything straight away. And I was just like, oh, my mind can't keep up with this much stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, fair. I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, when you start up. Because if, yeah, if you haven't played the first one in a while, you already have the axe and the blades. And, yeah, so you're right. It's probably a little bit... Yeah. overwhelming and I, I wouldn't be surprised like um, what better way could they do it like maybe when Odin shows up it, the the blades are like hanging on the wall and so Odin takes yeah. them, Odin takes them and so you don't get them for like I don't know three or four hours and so, so then it like gives you a bit of time to remember getting used to the axe a little bit first that would have been mm. maybe a good and way to do it it was so much so like I'd, I just wanted to use the axe probably mm. for like the first couple of hours like I'm like nah I don't care about the Blades of Chaos I just want the axe <laughs> unless like you know unless the enemies had an ice shield or whatever like yeah I just yeah I totally used the axe the majority the, for the, the first couple of hours because it was just still so much fun. Yeah, I I think I did the same thing and unless yeah unless there was like some sort of ice enemy, I was using the uh, I was using the axe as well, for for most of most of the game. And did you notice uh, like you always the, the the frost axe always got the power up first? Like the blades of chaos were always like a level behind. Oh, it was like that for that happened to you. It was like that for maybe like the first half of the game for me, and then the Blades of Chaos were upgraded to level nine, and I think my axe was still level six or seven toward, oh. towards the end. Whoa! Yeah, maybe just we must have done different things. Maybe just running off doing different stuff. But um, I don't know, I'm looking at my topic list now. It's not overly in order. Like the next one after the opening, and, <laughs> and like there's a croc jumping out of the water, and I added that to my list because I cr- absolutely crapped my pants. Yeah, was... you were with Freya, I think, and well, sorry, I presume you were with Freya. Yeah, maybe this is a different part. No, I th- yeah, but oh, you're yeah. like, I remember this. I remember this one segment. Like, oh, how come I can't interact with the boat yet? Like that's that's weird. Yeah, and I had to wait for her to yes. catch up, and then 
the two crocs came out yes i think i think that's yeah that's the same bit that i was talking about as well when like go into the boat i'm like get in the boat ah and i absolutely crapped myself i don't know did it get you as well like that was the only part of the game that I, yeah yeah it definitely did oh, good. I like uh, some, so i knew something was wrong but i wasn't expecting yeah, it i wasn't yeah i wasn't sure like uh, I, like thinking about how many people that would get but man i I've, I've just finished the callisto protocol today and that game did not make me jump once i don't think in the 12 13 hours wow. it took me to finish uh but the god of war made me jump with that crocodile coming out the water it scared me real good uh now what else can we talk about like uh how did you feel about uh, Atreus transforming into the wolf for the first time. I thought like that was super cool. Um, it was it was pretty cool. I, honestly, I can't really remember too much. But what I do remember is every time you're with a you you were Atreus and then you're with another partner. Yep. They would comment on your transformation as you go into like rage wolf mode, rage mode. Yep. And I thought that was really fun and neat. Yep. And like especially with Thor's like you know, <laughs> good boy, you know, look at you go. Oh, that's a fancy trick. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Like, so it's weird because it was Agaboda. Yes. Agaboda. She yep. helped him control his wolfness. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think, well, it's funny how they've, they've sort of taken elements from traditional Norse mythology lore and sort of put it into the, into the game. Because Agaboda, I'm pretty sure, like, Loki marries her. Um, Grown oh. and like has some kids with her or something, and then they get divorced or he kills her or something like that. As far as like the traditional law goes, um, you know, I've been thinking about Norse mythology and looked at quite a few YouTube things lately. I'm like, you know, all this stuff is it like Jesus made up religion? <laughs> Did it happen? Like, is it Greek, Greek mythology? Like, you know, how does all this stuff, very mythical things, sort of, yeah, like happen and have all these source materials that are different and not different like it's kind of insane right well yeah when you think about it imagine if i don't know like jr tolkien was where's the jesus game there is (laughs) yeah i can't wait to play it but imagine if like jr tolkien was alive three thousand years ago and he wrote lord of the rings like uh, legolas and uh (laughs) aragon they'd all be considered some form of gods i guess but i i recently bought a a norse mythology book um and yeah, I I talked to my dad about it, and I'm, he's like, I was like, it's essentially a three thousand year old Bible. It's a Bible from three thousand years ago, <laughs> which is kind of accurate. Um, okay, I want to get to a big. Spo- it's, it's, yeah, I, I find it really fascinating. <laughs> I find it really fascinating. Nick, I think we're gonna talk about Agaboda. Uh, that whole that whole section. Yeah, we'll talk about that whole section. Was it uh, Jotun? Is it Jotunheim? Yeah, it's in Jotunheim. So I think Loki's done something bad, maybe. I don't know. He, he went to bed to cry because he's an angry teenager. Yeah. I think, maybe. I can't quite remember. Yeah, yeah. But it was in Sindri's house. And then all of a sudden he's dreaming. And then he literally gets teleported to Jotunheim. Yes. Just out of nowhere. Yes. Right? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then we meet uh, Angaboda and what's the yak's name? I like the yak. I don't know. I don't remember the yak's name. <laughs> Um, but like that whole section is like, oh, I'm playing as Atreus again. And it was not combat orientated. I don't know. Like it, like it was interesting, but the whole time I'm like, I just want to be Kratos again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The, fir- the, fir- the first time was like, cool. This is novelty. Yeah. Like, cool. I'm playing as Atreus. That's something different. I'm with Sindri, but this time, I think this might have been the second or third time you play as him. Yep. 
And it was a long... I reckon it was like at least two hours. It was a long yeah, time. It, was, it did feel... Like, I agree. I, I, I think it, it was like just on the line for me of overstaying its welcome and I, I really wanted to get back to Kratos. But I think I told you I listened to uh, a spoiler cast of my own where they had the director of the game on and they said that they wanted to have the game be like 20-25% of the time you play as Atreus. And I think it yeah. I think it worked out to be that sort of in the end anyway, maybe like 10 hours worth of Atreus stuff. And did you did you like playing as as him sort of by the end or? Uh it was it, it was fine. I think towards the uh, towards the end you got a lot of um, slowdown powers. Like if you dodged in time or aimed in time, yep. or if the enemy was in the air in time, time would slow down so you could shoot shoot shoot. Yeah. I think I sort of missed doing all of those. <laughs> really, like I got a few, but it wasn't really my focus. And because Atreus's skill tree doesn't have the uh, incentive to you know do this activity or action 30 times 10 times yep. or 20 times or whatever yep i probably didn't play that way as much and i sort right. of got the feeling like t- because you swap between atreus and freya i'm like maybe you stop playing as atreus towards the end of the game and well right know, yeah the post game you, you don't yeah were you expecting i mean and, uh, are we jumping ahead a bit there but like are we were you expecting to Atre- atreus to just straight up leave at the end <laughs> I I felt like that's fine. I actually thought some of the post game he might come back. Yeah. Um, but I, and then you you know you were saying do the funeral last. I'm like oh, and you know I really did do the funeral last, and I, I thought he might come back, but that didn't happen. Yeah. And he just sort of kind of left. Do you reckon? Uh, do you think we'll get some sort of Ragnarok DLC, or there'll be like a God of War? Well, with just Atreus. You know, I I would love that, but I think they might also just go cool let's leave it up in the air right yeah and there was no dlc for the first well, that's right 2018 god of war yep hasn't been dlc for any other god of war but you know this is before dlc was really big oh you make a good point But then you know horizon horizon's getting two spin-offs yeah. right the vr thing and, and a dlc expansion i think that's because so desperate <laughs> like and you know, and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe gets DLC eight years later. So, Maybe so anything can happen. I don't know. I think in uh, th- what three years time we'll see an Atreus game. God, uh, I guess God of Mischief. What what is God uh, Loki the God of? I mean, he's the God of Mischief. Well, traditionally, well, uh, according to uh, Mar- Marvel lore. Yeah, but then or, or I guess the Mask with Jim Carrey. Uh, but maybe also like the God of Animals or something, or God of Magic. God of Illusion. Once on one spoiler cast I did I did watch. It was an IGN one, and then someone asked, "Was the mask inspired by um, Jim Carrey's the mask?" And he's like, "No, no. but yes." Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I which which Nick the mask? There is no answers. Yeah, or whatever the mask and the rift is. Yeah, what was what was on the other side? Who knows? How did actually? I want to talk yeah. about. I mean, I know we're sort of jumping all over the place and there's not really a rhyme or reason to it, but what did you think about Odin as, as a character throughout? Uh, you know, I like that he was an old older man, yeah. I guess. Or I guess he's always an old man. Yeah. But he seemed real, like, chill. Yeah. Like, hey, like, hey I'm just a father. Like I, like, I know I'm up to no good, but, like, I just I just want to talk, yeah. right? Yep. I kind of I kind of liked, I really liked that, and especially when he's next to Thor. He's like, you know, I'm the brute drunk um, you know, strong man like, and Odin's just calm. Yeah. And every time you meet Odin, I feel like it's really interesting. Yeah. And I liked, I liked the tour of um, when Atreus and is with Odin in um, 
Asgard. Asgard, yeah. And they just, you just warp it around to different places. Yep. And I thought that was really neat. Yes. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, And then he just sort of went mad scientist, <laughs> I feel like. It wasn't sort of really until the end there, yeah. But uh, I, I agree. Like, yeah, he, he was real real chill. Yeah. Until the end. I agree. I, I, can't, I, I know the face of the actor. He was in, like, The Good Doctor and a few other things I've seen him in. But as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, oh, it's that guy. Um, but I feel like his, his presence on screen was really... Uh, he he still felt powerful and intimidating, but calm. But still, like you just know, he had some sort of master grand plan, and he's just kind of using you. And he's he's yeah. like he's very cunning and very clever, and still just. But his whole presence on screen, I'm sort of waiting for the other shooter drop. I'm like, when does he? When's he going to attack me? When's he going to? But he stayed chill the whole time up until the end. And I thought, it, did you like? Did you like the final battle? It was the final battle. Yeah, yes. it it did feel against Odin. It did feel very um like oh this is a video game. Here's your final boss. We have to make it epic type of thing. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was fun when you had the three of them. Yeah, going up on them. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, but the the prophecy. Did you foresee? Did you see the prophecy coming the way it was? Because when they when Odin like falls into explain more. So the the wall art that they looked at from the first game. That had uh, well, yeah. what what appeared to be it looked like Actually, Kratos. Yes, I, I have a problem with the whole wall art wall art thing, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> but it, it looked like Kratos in Atreus's arms, and so everyone assumed like, oh no, does Kratos die at the end of Ragnarok? Oh my god, oh my god! And the whole time you're, you're playing the game, you're like, is Kratos gonna die? And, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, keep my mouth shut. And then to have Odin fall into Atreus's arms and Atreus do whatever spell he does to take out the soul. Oh. Because they they zoomed out on the shot and it was still it was Atreus holding uh, Odin in his arms and oh so 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 the the, the prophecy of Kratos dying it was it wasn't Kratos it was Atreus oh sorry it was Odin it was, in it was Odin Atreus's arms oh and you, like you go back okay I didn't yeah I didn't I didn't picture that that makes that makes sense oh right well, yeah, all right you go, <laughs> yeah, I've turned around yeah you go back and look at the mural and I'm like oh it's, yeah you're right it's not quite. It's not quite Kratos because you look at Kratos on a few other murals and you're like, yeah, he looks different. Like, oh yeah, that's that's definitely, yep. That there, there was never a time where they 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 uh, stood still on the murals, right? Like you couldn't like mm. screenshot. It was always like sort of moving. And so to me, because I didn't look at anything until I finished the game, like I couldn't really tell. And I'm like, where where's the the snake coming out of Kratos or like that that. Uh, prophecy never happened but it was you're right it was the soul it was the soul of um of odin coming out yep and now now it all makes sense mm-hmm. and i also speaking of the souls coming out i love the part of you know at the start of the game where you see because there's four people they say there's four pieces of the soul and when atreus yes and then poor old um brock's only got three <laughs> but when atreus um releases the the wolf's soul you see three fly off and one one part of the soul flies into his knife which he then shoots into the the hell the hell dog and i'm like oh that's how he gets his yeah. dog but it's like but you don't like yeah i, can't, I kind of I, I remember the soul being released but i can't remember the part so yeah. only one part of the soul was in the knife from what i saw it because i watched it a second time i'm like oh you can see it but like you have no idea you have no idea until you know then later on in the game when it happens it's, it's a like, good payoff. oh God, um, see, is it? It's it's just like every you know uh, comic book thing. You're like, no one's ever truly dead. They just come back in a different form and they reset. So the wolf dying at the start, 
you know, it t- tugs at your emotional heartstrings, and they're like, oh, oh, he's back. He's just bigger yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I'm so glad that he came back. And, the, and like, now he, he, yeah, Fenrir, and he has a home, and he's a big doggo, and he's alive, and you you didn't have to kill the big wolf, and it, oh, love, loved Fenrir being, being there. Uh, what did you think of Atreus uh, and Kratos' relationship, you know, the entire game? I thought it was great. I, I didn't think they, uh, you know, I thought it might be like, with the last game, they ended on such a uh, a great dynamic and they, they sort of came full circle and they felt like they were partners and working together and a whole father and son thing and not Kratos treating him like so much a child anymore. But he's still, in this one, he's trying to be a dad, but he, he respects him a lot more and they still butt heads on things because Atreus is a teenager and he's growing up and he now has his own opinions and stuff. And But I thought the dynamic was so much better. I, I don't think they went too far back back with them clashing and you see atreus grow and change as a character and i was i was worried i'd hate him in in the second one as well but i, I think i loved him even more than than the first game uh, especially by the end i think what what i like is kratos a lot of the time was like okay you know i've got no idea what the hell you're on about but i will do it your way yeah right yeah and we did it your way twice it didn't work now we'll do it my way because you know I'm the dad and I I know I know no better and then they sort of you know work work each other out and they're like we're better as a team dad yeah <laughs> yeah Aww. yeah and and then you know Atreus being just general teenage angst I guess is like well you didn't listen to your father and now you're being punished for it like you know you disappeared you won't tell him what's going on like yeah yeah how, how is Kratos meant to trust you. I don't know. I I, th- I thought it, I thought they did really well, actually. I yeah, I I think they did so well. But also, it wasn't this time around. It wasn't just Kratos and Atreus. I, I uh, how did you feel about having different companions throughout the whole game? Because I thought that was fantastic, and the fact that you got to uh, um, uh, rebuild your relationship with Freya. Oh, yeah. Because I kind of for- I forgot that you were friends with Freya in the first game, and <laughs> Freya saves. I guess Mamiya and Atreus. Yeah. I, I kind of forgot all about that. And when Freya, like at the start of the game, Freya's hatred is so strong against you. Like you want to hate her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like now I'm with Freya and she, like when you think about it, Nick, every exploring area yep. can be done with Freya or, or Atreus. Uh, Atreus. Yep. Like, they're like that's a that's a lot of dialogue that we've missed out on in some way or another. Yeah, that'd be different. Yeah, right? you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Completely, completely interchangeable. But I also, you know, uh, but Freya seems like she was well, Freya's a main character more than actually. You know, here's something total tangent. Nick. Yeah. Did you expect the two um, dwarves to be main characters? And before you say anything, get this: Resident Evil Four remake is coming out. Yeah right yeah so guess what the merchant is now a main character oh really as in like a playable character or he's like no no but just like like that's, that's what it's like <laughs> yeah i can see what you mean i yeah i i love that i like when atreus uh went to midgard by himself to confront freya and she's like you're lucky that i don't kill you but it's your dad that i want and like atreus sort of having the balls to be like no no like I, I trust that she won't kill me and goes and sees her by the fire and then he sort of lets her go and then but having that relationship sort of be rebuilt because I really enjoyed Freya as a character in the first one and she's still she like she's just as 
the game is all about Kratos and Atreus, but man, Freya plays. She's in the game just as much. She's just the main character. She's just as much as the other two. Like, well, she's in the final fight. Yeah, like she's yeah. You're right. Yeah, she is. She is the main character. Like I kind of wish she was on the front cover or like with all the art because it's not just those two. She, the actor, voice actor, plays a massive part and does a fantastic, just a phenomenal job. Absolutely phenomenal job. Um, and yeah, so I, I, but yeah, having Brock and Sindri be characters as well, especially when you run off as Atreus, and I, uh, and having Sindri coming with you and having their little relationship dynamic. I, 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 I really enjoyed that first time. I'm like, ah, it's bloody Sindri. He's he's the enabler yeah. of Atreus to be like, you know, a mischievous jerk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what, what about? Uh, I'm not just that thing. There's so many. There's so many things that I've just been bursting to talk to you about over the last couple of months holding all this in uh, Nick, you, you, you did mention like the game the game has serious zelda vibes i, I don't know if that's right but like exploring right yeah. exploring is so fun like i love yes. i love adventuring yes. and exploring and the level design of the game is incredible because the best level design dangles that carrot right in front of you and the yes. amount of times you walk into an area and you see a treasure chest like in the distance you're like I want that treasure chest. I it, right? <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is, like you want it. And yeah. then you're like, I can't get to it. And then you keep exploring the level and then you sort of back on yourself and eventually you find that chest you saw at the start that was like 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And like that feels like a gamer. Like that feels so good, right? Yeah. Just like, yeah. And it just wraps, the way it wraps around itself, it's like, oh. And not too many of the puzzles repeated themselves or anything like that. I think. Yeah, I I just feel like I think the first game was very much like we got the frost axe, you freeze things, but it didn't felt that way too much here. I just feel like this game is is so much more like not that the nuts and bolts on the last one were loose; they were tight. Like twenty eighteen, everything was tight. But even in this one, everything's mm. even tighter and even more polished and just balanced so well. Like with the puzzles, if I, I'd look for a chest for like a minute and be like, oh, not too sure, I'm just going to sort of progress and maybe, oh, there we go. And just have the answers be there. Or even with the, uh, the director mentioned with the Ravens of the first one, he was like, look, we didn't want to make them, you know, super easy, but we wanted to make them easier than the first game. And I think in the first game, I would have gotten probably less than half the ravens by the time I was done. And with this one, by the time I was done, what was there, like 58 ravens or 48 ravens? 52. 40, 48. 48, yeah. By the, time this one 48. Was, by the time this one was done, I think I had like 43, 42 maybe. So I only had... Yeah, the, 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 the ravens were definitely always in your path of walking, right? Mm. Like, they are there. And the game wants you... Right, the game wants you to get them all. Mm. Compared to the first game where they're really in the distance, like really in the distance. You have to like really throw your axe, like, you know, aim your axe just like two notches higher, charge throw to get it. Yep. This, this time they were like, here's the raven, or the raven's here. You know you can't get it. You're just going to have to wait till you come around this other mm. entrance till t- you can attack the raven. Mm. And some of them are... They, they're super, like, very, very easy to get. They can be like two three meters away from kratos but it's more just like walking past them and and hear it like listening for that and then you're like oh where where oh and then it's like right like you've walked through a doorway but you haven't looked up or something and so you just you hear it and you there it is yeah uh but not even just the difficulty of the puzzles and the ravens but what did you think about the overall difficulty of the game so i guess i'm more mentioning uh the surda pits Um, and the gravestones and the valkyrie 
Uh, so are the Surda Pits, are they, are they like the sort of semi-lava-ish monsters? Yeah. Yep, yep. I can't, I can't six, quite really remember. Six of them. Yeah, six of them. Uh, I think they were fine. I remember a lot more in the first game, there'd be like a purple, just a purple enemy frequently in places. Not the Realm Tears. Okay. Just like a purple enemy. You're like, whoa, okay, man, can I take this on? Um, I thought the difficulty was spot on mm. there was the um the gravestone enemies uh they were definitely challenging but i think mm. the first three i came across i did them mm-hmm. and there was quite a few others but i'm like no you know what i'm just gonna come back once i've done xyz or whatever yeah and i feel like they're obviously they're still very hard i think I, the, maybe it was only one or two i would have done on the first go yeah um but you know you could do it Right. Yes. Like even if yes. you're like too tough, like you're like no, I I I can do this, and that, uh, you know, is that feeling as good as an Elden Ring boss? <laughs> <laughs> they they are right. Yeah. But you like you know you can do it. It doesn't feel too cheesy. Yeah. And I think if I you know if I was full health, and I if I like you know it took three quarters of my health and like one or two punches, I'd be like. I'm not ready for this. Like, obviously, I need better armor. Like, I'm not going to torture myself. I want to come back. Yeah. Every single realm tear, um, I did. As I, as I saw it, I did it. I'm yep. like, you know what? I can do this. Yep. I can do it. And, uh, you know, I would die quite a few times, but, like, I just I knew I could do it. Yep. No, I couldn't, so, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. Uh, the Surda the Pits, I think uh, each one of them took me, like, Maybe some I got the first go, some I got the second go, some I got the third go, but they were sort of pretty doable, pretty easy. Same thing with the realm tears, but yeah, the gravestones. I did the exact same thing. I'd start it and be like, oh, two hits, and I'm down to no health, like this much health. Like, oh, I think this is maybe a comeback later type thing. Do you yeah. do you reckon it's because we played 2018 God of War that we know where we should, like what level of power we should be at, or do you think it's because we played Elden Ring earlier on in the year that we're like. Oh, this is a this is a comeback later scenario. Because I, th- I think I think my brain was still hardwired to El- to Elden Ring to be like, mm, I'm not ready for this. I'll come back. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, the, the get I, th- I agree with you there. The, the game's very much like, oh, cool, we've done the story beat, Dad. Oh, do you want to do you want to go explore some more? Like, we've still got X Y Z in this location to do. Yep. Do you want to go do that? Yeah. Like the the main story can wait. I'm like, okay the game wants the wants you to re-explore or like you know i'll go back um yeah i, I think it was i think it was good good balance the the final two bosses the gravestone king and the valkyrie the new, the new valkyrie queen yep <sighs> the valkyrie queen i didn't have too much trouble with i died a few times but it was doable the gravestone king i died a lot but like every really? time i died i'm like again i know i can do it yep I know I can do it. Yep. The uh, yeah, I think I was the same. The 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 last gravestone uh, I I did in maybe like four or five goes, but the Valkyrie Queen took me probably fifteen. I reckon I died. I reckon I died to it fifteen times, and it was just. And when I did beat her, I had the tiniest bit of health left, and she had a little bit. And I'm just like, I just have to hit her like five more times and try not to get overconfident. And oh. Nick. Here's, here's a question for you like the game's yes. really generous with its uh checkpoints and restarts right so if you die you come back with full health and i think even sometimes maximum rage um and Maybe. if you had a revive fair what are they called fairy i don't know revive what, so, yep. The, yep the thing that revives you yep 
um, if you had one before the fight, you still have. You one. would restart the fight with with the thing. Yep. The amount of times I'd be like in a, one of those gravestone fights, and I didn't have one. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, nah, I can do it. And so you know, <laughs> it would take me two minutes to go to the shop, get, buy the revive stone, and be able to win. Yep. But I was just always too too lazy or too stubborn to do that yeah i was too stubborn the amount of time yeah i did the exact same thing i'd I'd be like oh there's a gravestone i'll give it a go and i'd get him down to half health and be like i can do it without getting the the resurrection stone and then i'd die like two more times and be like i'm just gonna go to the shop i'm just gonna get the resurrection stone and i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna smash this piece of crap and so sure enough i go buy the stone come back and beat him straight away be like Damn it. Stupid stone. All right. Another question for you, Nick. Yes. That you don't have on here. There was three versions of rage. One that would just give you a big health boost. Yep. One that would do a lot of damage to the enemy and give you a slight health boost, but only if you killed an enemy. And another one was the, you know, the, the pummel. Yep. Which one did you use the most or which one did you like? I used the health regen one the most. Uh-huh. I used that one for once I got it. As soon as I got it, I use that for the rest of the game. So, what, like five, six hours in, I use that for the rest. I tried the other yeah. ones a couple of times, and I was just like, no, nah, I like... And then getting a bunch of health back. Especially once you upgraded it, you got enough health that I was like, this is great. But I'm getting the impression you used a different one. Well, I, I stopped using the health regeneration one once you got the... Um, the third one. The attacking one. Right. But then... Because of these boss fights, you don't like you're not killing the enemy, so you don't get any health back. So I switched back to the rage one because to me, the rage one is much more fun. <laughs> because, well, with the health regeneration one, if you didn't time it right, if they attacked, if the enemy attacks you, you still got damaged, but then you got your health back, right? Yeah. Yep. So you weren't you weren't invincible. Yep. If that's right, if, unless you timed it right, like yep. you'd still take damage, but you'd recover. Like so, I found that frustrating. With the the, the the normal pummeling rage one, I found it the most fun because I'm like, cool, doesn't matter what level of health I am, I am now invincible, yeah. I can now punch all the gravestone enemies, I can spam the stun arrows, yep. uh, and so I'd slowly gain health back, I'd be invincible, and I would stun the enemy um, until their stun meter builds up and then they'd lose a chunk of health. Yeah. And, and to me, that was the most... Fun. Okay, for the bosses anyway. I think for me as well. I've, so another reason I use uh, I think the middle one was because it was it was called I don't know the the Stone of Valor or whatever it was. It wasn't so the first one was Wrath, yeah. and then I think the middle one was Valor, and it, it just I yeah. I liked the I didn't want to be wrathful. Like yeah, I was like um, all this yeah 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 I get like that. all of this rage is behind Kratos. To, like now we're about you know being the good guy, and so I didn't want to use that one just because it was still rage and wrath and i'm like no he's he's evolved as a character beyond this and that's why i don't want to use the rage one <laughs> that that was another well, what about when you're did you like using the wolf as atreus oh, i loved using the wolf as atreus yeah atreus <laughs> you keep saying atreus it's atreus, atreus. atreus. <laughs> yeah maybe i think i'm atrium maybe atrium i'll just say loki i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah i i loved being the wolf as atreus and uh but i want to get to that that whole uh i want to talk about the giant section uh, or you fight the granny. Uh, I want to talk about Ragnarok. I want. Yeah, yeah. Let, we we can do that, and we'll take a break after that. I think. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take. We got three minutes. Take a break. Yeah. Or about the granny. No, I want to talk about. We'll talk. No, no. Do, we'll talk about. Talk about the granny. Okay. 
Uh, what do you think of that whole you that, that whole section? Because I thought the Jotunheim section, like I said, was, it was really yeah, it, it dragged on for a little bit long, I, and I, then you get to the house and it was really cool. The, the granny fight was great. You know, I, I like the whole the grandma was really paying out on Agrabah as yeah. well. Like <laughs> your story, your story is ending because you've told Atreus, you know, what to do now, and like you're out of the picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah. suck it. <laughs> I like yeah and Ag- um, Agabota's yeah, arc finding the grandma was great yeah but even A- Agabota's arc how she's like yeah my story she's seen the prophecy and she's like yeah my story ends after this like I guess I just sort of sit here and Atreus is like no come help us like if Ragnarok's happening come join the fight and like come back and, do- and she's like well I'm not in right like my, my story ends and then she rocks up and helps and she's she brings she brings big doggo uh, she br- <laughs> yeah and I just I loved that whole section but my favorite uh I think one of my favorite uh, parts of the story or the game overall was the snake and the giant and that the fact that it's uh what's the what's the big snake in the uh in the lake in the lake of nine oh i can't remember i've, I've watched the whole video on this today too i can't remember <laughs> uh, really. uh but like the snake that he puts the giant soul in is the big snake that wakes up in in the lake of nine that you see in the first game yeah it's because you see him in this game but he gets locked in midgard so he's not actually part of ragnarok jor morgander or something jor morgander i can't say <laughs> but uh midgard serpent. Uh, the, yeah the serpent yeah we'll say it, the midgard serpent but uh, i love the fact that you put the you put the giant soul into the snake in grandma's house that's the one that becomes the serpent joins you in ragnarok and then Thor punches him so hard that he goes back in time and gets stuck into the Lake of Nine, and then that's when you yeah, and then that's it's, it's, like you run into him in the first game, and that's why he's like, I, yeah, it, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, he knows who's who in, in the is. first game. He <sighs> yeah, in the first game he goes, oh, Trace, you're familiar, but then the theory was he got punched back in time so far that he's sort of forgotten. Yeah, who Atreus is. So uh, yeah, I thought that that was my favorite part, or one of my favorite parts of the story is is that snake and the fact that that was the serpent. Yeah, that joins you in Ragnarok, and but I want to talk about Ragnarok. So we'll get. What do you say we talk about Ragnarok after these messages? Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. Gatorade. Gatorade. Ah. Spotlight, Nick. You just sponsored by Spotlight. <laughs> Spotlight now. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we are. So back. Nick, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Ragnarok. Yes. I want to know what you thought of the last mission. So not just once you get to... Um, what's the what's the realm? When you, well, first of all, like you go to Muselheim and then you find Surtur and then you stab his <sighs> icy heart, yep. his wife's icy heart yep. with your flame chaos blades. Yep. And that's the whole spark of the world. I don't know. It's kind of like, man... Man, what's the hell's inside this hellfire world? <laughs> it's the start of the world. But also, well, did you? Uh, I was having some big uh, flashbacks to uh, Thor Ragnarok, the movie. So you you yes. know, like Surtur at the end is he destroys. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> destroys the golden city. Like it just, it just destroys Asgard, and that's the same like same Surtur that you know prophesied to destroy yeah. Asgard and Ragnarok. The, the same sword. Yeah. Into the heart of Asgard. Like, love, love. That was a that was a thing. But uh, I I love that you brought, you took it back to that and mentioned that scene. I, yeah, meeting Surtur was 
really cool and that was another cool character that didn't get a whole lot of screen time but cool battle with the valkyries uh but the part that came to mind that i wanted to ask you about was uh when you go to midgard and you're on the bridge and then you go like into your tents and everything just before ragnarok there do you know what i'm talking about Oh, so are you talking about the dream sequence? Yeah, the, or yeah. not even talking about it? Oh, yeah, the the dream sequence, but just the scene, like, Kratos, you know, uh, Atreus gets his own tent, and he's like, oh, I get my own tent, and she's like, and Freya's like, yes, every warrior gets their own tent, and then he, even though he's, you know, the whole game has been about him trying to grow up and be a man and be sort of looking after himself and being stronger, you still see that in that moment, he's he's still a teenager, he's still a boy, he still loves his dad, and he's he's still nervous and scared and he's like i'm gonna i want to go hang out with, with dad for a bit and crawls into his tent and he's like dad can you tell me a story and like kratos kratos and he falls asleep. Uh, kratos's evolution as a character of just being this grumpy old man to who he is by the time ragnarok comes like to back to being a general uh to being the god of war to like blowing the horn and, and leading everyone to ragnarok it just oh i just have chills like what do you think it's like tell me about that because i've I kind of, I actually thought I, I enjoyed the Ragnarok battle sequence, right? But I kind of thought everyone else is doing cooler stuff than I. Am. <laughs> like you're you're going around the the bottom of of Asgard, looking at all the cooler stuff that's happening, yeah. right? Thor's fighting the World Serpent. Um, what, what's the doggo's name? F- Fenrir is Gale. What yeah. is it? Glass? what's the what's the uh i don't know fenrir fenrir is doing cool stuff attacking yeah, stuff yeah. like you're just the little guy like you're not transformed like a transformed giant doing anything really cool you're just fighting other enemies yeah. but and like cert is off in the distance it's really good stuff and <laughs> yeah you can just see him there like and it, it's always funny in those parts of the games you're like cool obviously you don't you never come back to those areas right yeah but you're just like in my mind oh should i keep going forward or should I like stop and explore? Is there is there is there a you know treasure chest? No. I need to be look, be on the lookout. For no, it. I knew it. I knew once Ragnarok started, I was like, "There's no trust There's no treasure chest here. This is all just like it is game on. It is they're going to war." And I think one part that I that I loved in this is, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you get taken out of things and like, oh, yeah, it's still a video game because you, you see Thor fighting the World Serpent. And you're just like, I'm I'm gonna sit here and just watch. I'm just gonna take this in for a minute. And yeah, I watched for a bit. And yeah, you stay and watch for like 30 seconds and I'm like, but because of how the game is, I didn't want to watch it until it, I didn't want to watch until the point that it started looping or, you know, when you talk to a character and, and they're like, I don't have anything yeah. more to say to you right now. I don't have anything more to say to you right now. There was like, there was a couple times actually where you'd like eavesdrop on characters. Yeah. And like before the story sequence had sort of happened and it'd be like, oh, oh, did that just loop? And like, of course it has to loop because it doesn't always know what point you're going to come in on them listening or or you yourself are going to start listening mm. right you can probably hear it in the background yeah so yeah but the same same thing i didn't watch until any of the thor or world seven animations loop i'm like oh wow that's neat and uh, you're right i didn't yeah. sit there and linger too long yeah i didn't yeah i didn't linger either i just it has that sense of like man that is awesome all right but i've got a job to do and i just i felt this sense of this sense of urgency and like this sense of desperation and just the the music in that section and the way it all just evolves with then thor coming in and you have you know fighting thor and uh what's thor's daughter like she was great character as well grew it grew through it through it through it yeah something like that yeah um did i actually thought the thor fight was great right Mm. 
but it wasn't as epic as the starting one. Oh, really? I was kind of hoping for like some more jumping around locations or something. Right. Okay. It was just sort of it was granted in the, granted in the one spot. Okay. I mean, I, can, I guess I can see what you mean. Did you did you think at any point that we might pick up and try and wield Mjolnir at some point? Did you think that might? Um, no, no actually, you know what? I didn't. Not one. Not one time. I, oh. I was very. We haven't even talked about the drop near spear. Yeah, no, we'll get there. <laughs> I, I like the spear. Yeah, I love the spear. <laughs> no, no, I didn't actually. I, I felt maybe that would be like you'd think about that too much. Nah, I did, didn't even cross my mind. Really? Nah. I th- yeah, because I, I thought no. once the game started, um, I was like, okay, well, you know, we have we already have two weapons. Are they going to give us... A, like, I'm, I was expecting a third weapon through the game, and I'm like, I reckon if I kill Thor, I'm going to get that I'm gonna get that hammer. Because you look at how detailed it is. The hammer's too close to the, the axe, though, I think. Mm, I don't know, but you, you look at... The whole recalling thing. Yeah, true. But I get, you look at the, the detail in the hammer and all the runes and everything engraved on it and just the power that it has behind it, I'm like, man... I want to wield that hammer. And I, th- I really thought we were going to get it. But instead... <laughs> yeah, keep going. Instead, we get the Dropnir spear. Which, uh, I don't know if you want to jump, uh, jump to that, but... What do you think of the spear? I, I, I'm just thinking, I was thinking about the dwarves, right? Like, why is it in fantasy world, dwarves make these amazing weapons <laughs> and technology things, yep. but they don't wield any of them? Because they're too small. <laughs> <laughs> But they're just always excellent craft, craftsmen. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know, I just thought it was funny. Um, the, this, the whole spear journey to get the ring, to go with Brock, to get it um, forged to the blessing, I'm like, I, I, I loved that loved whole it. thing. I thought that was really great. Loved it, yeah. From from when Sindri like, drops down in the little well and he picks up and he's like, here's, here's the ring, and I'm like, what the hell is this? That's not a weapon. It, it just looks like the the, the goblet in uh, in Harry Potter that just keeps multiplying all the time. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's like with this, and then they're like, no, no, no. Well, once we combine this ring with a spear, it will multiply spears, and you can throw as many as you want. I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like that. By the end, the the spear was my favorite weapon. Like I was done. I'd throw the the axe. Spear was. I I, I wish I brought a prop. Just to go. Yeah, the, you know when all the spears explode. Yeah, the spear was my favorite weapon did by the you, end. I trust that. Did you notice, Nick? Whenever you leveled up the spear, it didn't level up the strength of the spear or your attack. It was the number of spears. No, no it was just also the number of luck. Oh, the right. luck went up. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I paid attention to that, um, but uh, especially. <laughs> Uh, the the rune moves where you like toss one spear up and it drops like ten thousand spears down on the enemies uh-huh. and you just like and then you go bam 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 you just keep exploding them or when you do like a whirlwind and it shoots out a bunch of tornadoes from the spears and it's like oh man I, I love when you were just fighting like boss enemies right and you're like you're just fighting with the spear and you're like oh they've got all these things sticking out of them and like oh it's because every time I've attacked them. I'm like yes, yeah, <laughs> explode. Oh, I loved using the spear, especially I like I found it super handy uh, in the gravestone fights when they go to charge up an attack yes. and like oh he's got a spear in him, and they'd be like ah oh, they'd be stunned from the spear. The, the amount of gravestone fights where it's like okay I've nearly lost all my health they're nearly dead I'm just gonna spam spears <laughs> spam <laughs> arrows and then just go bam. Yeah yeah I did the exact same thing like I I 
we haven't talked about the spear really at all but i i loved it i loved it more than the axe i love it more than the chaos blades i i'm so glad it wasn't a sword yeah me too but even just uh when he gets it and, he, and uh brock's like oh do you know how to use that thing he's like well i trained in sparta and every uh, every spartan's first weapon yeah. he learns to train with a spear and it's just like oh of course like i've seen 300 i know what you guys all train with <laughs> you all have spears <laughs> and oh yeah, just just the idea of unlimited spears with a like real world magical, uh, not real world, but like a magical reason why the spears are unlimited. Yeah, like yeah, so good, so neat, just such so like, many cool. You know, seeing the spear go through all the enemies yeah. as well, like just yeah, just hold, them holding whatever, down tear them in half in different ways. Yeah. And was it like holding down R one or R two, and you just keep <laughs> just keep slamming spears yes. into them. I, I I actually love the absorb as well. Oh, I'd, I'd use that quite yeah. frequently. And like holding that R two and it like suck them in and poof, shoot them back out. Oh, the spear! Yes, yeah, so once you powered that up, that was so so much powerful, fun. and that was really useful. And Nick, that leads me to one of the Muselheim trials: is yeah. like get enemies like into the lava pit. Yeah, and you just, <laughs> you just use use the wind blow thing from yep. your spear. Yeah. Like, made it so much easier oh man i wish i did it that way i just i held down r2 with the axe to the then he like grabs onto him and swings him around and throws him that's how i got him in there but oh yeah. that would have been so much cooler using the spear oh genius <sighs> it's disappointing when i redo the trials for the, the last half that's what i did mm. so uh I, do we do we go into some parts that we didn't like about the game because i know you weren't yeah I, you know this is excellent time nick yeah Go or what? Do you want me to go? Well, because I know I I from the messages that you sent me, I didn't hate Muselfime as much as you did, but I wasn't overly pleased with Muselfime when it, I realized I was like, oh, I have to do the three trials five times in different orders. Like I have to do right, middle, left, middle, right, left, left, middle. Did you right, look up a guide? Left, right, middle. No, uh, I just kept it in my head. You, wow. When when they said you had to do that's that's very. Yeah, when they said you had to do the trials in three different ways, I was like, oh, basic math, that's... Okay, I have to do it that many times. Like, 15 times. I, I think... So, in the Mulsifime areas, like, you know, there was three areas with two trials each, and, like, that, that took me, like, a good hour, I think, the first time, yeah. and then it unlocked more, and then I was just like, oh... Yeah, yeah. Like, of course there's more, but I was like, I don't want to do more now, and that, that I was just so fatigued from all those things... Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what, I'll come back. And then figuring out the whole, you know, do do the trials you already done already done to make a different trial appear in the main area. It's just like it was so uh, intimidating, or like just like, man, I don't, I don't want to like, do this. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. I'll come back. Yeah. And what coming back later was fine. Like it did take me two hours probably to do them all, but. The gamer in me was like, cool, each area has three trials to choose from. Some are over in like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yep. Others take like two or three minutes. Yep. But I'm just like, okay, do I want to do the 30 second one again? Like, I want to get this done. But part of me was like, no, I should redo each of the other ones again to spice things up, even if they take twice as long. And then one time I lost, (laughs) I was like, ugh. (laughs) <laughs> there was one area I think it's you had to kill 20 enemies on a timer yeah the timer would yep. come down like and it's not very yep. hard but Another I got one 19 talking about. and I couldn't I couldn't find the last enemy 
oh I'm no like, where, where is it like yeah. i'm spamming freya's arrows trying to find and i couldn't find it and i'm just like oh. three like two, this, this wasn't one. my fault i didn't run out of time you ran out of enemies I ran out of time because i couldn't couldn't do it i couldn't find the enemy and i just felt like oh and then i just redid the fastest ones as i could but all the the super challenges they weren't they weren't too hard yeah i, I did them all first game, i'm with so. you yeah i don't think i had to do any of the challenge i don't think i had to repeat them all maybe more than once because i think i had the same thing i think i did the exact same thing with it. just the way we played where i started doing the trials i'm like oh i have to do like left right middle middle right left. i was like, oh i'm gonna come back later i don't want to do that and yeah I, I very much was like oh, oh. there was a, just a, a bit of sight not that like by the time i was done i was like oh that wasn't that bad but no, starting that journey and be like i really don't want to do this and it was the same thing the the biggest uh part of my game of brain was just like i really don't want to do this again was when i got to the crater when you're in uh what was that realm what realm was that vanaheim uh vanaheim yes yes the crater the crater areas nick it was just like they sh- I, I i felt what would have been better if that entire crater was post game yeah like just have it have it at the end of the game yeah i felt i know i know i've taken over here but like you know i was so fatigued of the vanaheim area in general yeah right yeah and cool like you know the story i'm nearly at ragnarok i'm nearly here yeah like the story like things are climbing up. <laughs> big breaks and, and then you're just like oh here's this big crater area or like oh i should do this side quest that leads to the crater area and i'm just like oh my god this area is before it even opened up the area was so big yeah and i'm just like oh like it like it's fine but i didn't it sort of halted the game for me mm-hmm. yeah i agree because it, that makes it, sense yeah. and because I, i've got to do it i'm the game like i can't i can't leave it undone before i move on to the next thing yep no, I, I was i was exactly the same because you're right like it's it's right on the cusp of ragnarok and then you're like oh we got a your friend might still be alive go to the crater and see and then you make your way to the crater and i remember looking at the map and the map was like you've completed 40 percent of vanaheim and i'm like 40 percent i've done like this area all of the bottom half is like nearly 100 percent what am i oh my god and then you go into the crater and there's the crater's not just like one big hole it's like you got the jungle section you got like the desert section and then there's uh like a i guess like a sink i guess more of a crater section calls they call it yeah but it was just a massive section filled with dragons and the but then to pour salt in the wound yeah to pour salt in the wound the day and night thing and i think that that whole area could have been improved if you could just if craters could just go ding 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 and change it from night to day but to have to go to a specific spot and then try and work out the maze of navigating that place i was like man i i was just i I was not having a fun time in the crater by the time i got to like 80 percent, i was like okay i know my way around i know where this is i know where i I know my way around but when you start it is massive and i hated it so you you, when you said like five hours like yeah oh god i've nearly done it in two hours and then i've discovered the other areas and i'm like oh right (laughs) that's what nick meant (laughs) yes uh so yeah i think i i think i I appreciate the amount of game they added yeah imagine imagine if that was dlc yeah that's perfectly appropriate would you be would you be happy with that like 10 bucks like here's this whole area about you know uh faye and her secret lifestyle of fighting thor yep like 
that would have been like a cool i think that would have been a cool thing yep i agree like but i i do it let's and that's the thing i do commend uh was it studio santa monica studios for making just yeah. making this game the same way they made the first one like here's our finished product it's the most polished and tightest just best thing ever and it's done there's no dlc there's no like season pass this is the game go off and enjoy it and it that's that's what it is yeah. but i agree like that that section should have just been maybe saved till post game because i feel like it hit some massive breaks as far as the pacing went just before ragnarok and i mean that 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 is on us like it is optional but it had to be done <laughs> you know what i mean i th- i think what would have been cool is if you you did find the 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 other um thunder ice sorry lightning ice ice lightning thing right if you did see it Mm. and it was sort of locked off until post game yeah like so so you saw a glimpse you know something's here yeah um yeah but i just felt like it was just sort of you're right it just halted everything for me what i what i listened on one of the other spoiler casts is uh, it was like a side project of some of the developers or whatever, right? And they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, wow. Until they decided to include it in the game. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was, yeah, like a uh, side project. Uh, I'm just going to quickly look through my topic list and like, is there anything that... I, oh, I want to... Heimdall. What do you think of Heimdall? Oh, he was, uh, it, it's so nice to have a character to hate. Yeah, right? that's, yeah that's right. And he was so hateful. <laughs> He was so like, hateable. It, it was great fun to hate on him. Yeah, and and his stupid his stupid eyes and his cocky yeah. attitude. Like you wanted to kill him. And <laughs> watch his arm just get ex- explode off. Yeah, from yeah. That whole his whole arc from start to finish when you first meet him, like, oh, this character's a dick. And you're right, it is fun to it's fun to hate Heimdall. And then when you meet back up with uh, Atreus and Freya and. He's like, oh yeah, it's it's prophesied. Oh, you go see the you know the 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 oracles, whatever they the were. Norms. That's the whatever they were. That the scene, that scene was so cool. But uh, when they prophesy, like, oh, and then you kill, uh, you kill Heimdall, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not fulfilling a prophecy. Like, we only do it. I'm only killing him because we have to. Like, he he didn't really give me a choice. And then you fight him, and mm. Kratos is like, it doesn't have to be this way. Stop, 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 stop. And he just keeps coming. And so you're like, all right. <laughs> just break him like a little twig. Yeah, because I think that, I think there was two parts of that fight as well. Yeah. Actually, I think you do beat him and then you, you refight him again. It actually took me quite a while to figure out um, how to stun him. Yeah, like I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. I'm like I know I've got to use a spear, but I, I think because I think he catches the spear. Yeah. If I remember, yeah. And you had to you had to throw the spear near, near the ground, him yeah. and then explode them. That's right, yeah, because it wasn't something to, to yeah. hurt him. I think it was because the way his uh, his foresight worked, if you threw them at him, it was something that was like directly affecting him. Whereas if they were on the ground, it was just like it was the ground's future. It wasn't necessarily his future per se. Yeah, well, uh, it was something like that. And I thought that whole fight was really really cool. Yeah. The um the enemy in boss variety is like pretty insane. Like you remember the first game you just fight the same troll with different elements like five six times. Yeah. Like this time so many bosses were totally unique and so much enemy variety. Like yep. and I remember seeing the first Phantom, I'm like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. I I'm totally with you. Like and fighting 
I guess that yeah, you get, you do get to fight the elves again. You do get to fight a, an occasional couple werewolves again, and just sort of the general general grunts. But I remember there being like 20, 30 trolls in the first one. You're right, different element like fire troll, ice troll. I I fought like four trolls, five trolls throughout the whole game, maybe. Yeah, and like, the gravestone. There, and... there was some in the post game with the stupid thing you tried to make me do. <laughs> the statue. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I think I did two as well, and I was like, oh, I don't need this. I'm done. <laughs> so I had to make you do a couple as well. That's all that was. Uh, yeah, but I, you've I re- got um, you've gotten the travelers in your little topic list. What, what are the travelers? Uh, the travelers were in the crater. They were the, or they were, they were all over the game. But they were the fully armored heavy foes that um, you'd hit them and they wouldn't flinch or be stunned oh, at all. Oh yeah, they're cool. I, I, yeah, I you like slowly chip away at their armor. Because yeah, and they they no, were all cool. of because um, I remember I remember doing the bit, use their sword at the end to cut half their body off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, when and you defeat, I, th- I think a lot of attacks wouldn't stick in them because they had big armor as well. Yeah. Uh, but they were all of uh, the big guy that fell off the boat. They were all of his companions and brothers, and uh, then oh. they were all like entranced by evil magic or something like that, and and fell to some sort of, you know, Jedi dark side. And uh, yeah, so you go and <laughs> free them all by slaying them, and and so when you go back and talk to him after you kill them all, he's like, oh, thank you, I really appreciate you going to do all that. And so I think that's why I put the travelers in there because oh. I found them all and and wanted to help him out. Uh, what what were you satisfied? Oh. You go, Nick. You no, I, I think I've, I feel like you were about to ask me the same thing. How did you feel about Tear? Oh, no. Um, Tear, to me, I sort of... Maybe I wasn't listening, but I couldn't quite uh, understand Atreus's obsession with trying to find Tear. And Kratos was just like, well, look, my son wants to do this. I'll go along with it, right? Right. And then you find him. And like Tear's just like, oh, I love peace. I'm a peace-loving guy. And I'm like, he's just a big weenie. Like, his voice <laughs> didn't really like... It, his voice was soft, right? He had a, a, he had a lovely gentle. voice. He like, had a lovely voice. Yeah. Yeah, so I just felt like he was a bit... Bit of a loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yep. he didn't live up to Atreus' um, expectations. And then he just kind of, like, went away. Like, he's just like, oh, he's just someone in the house. Well, we, we sort of rescued him for nothing, you know? yeah. I, I did like that whole arc when you, you finally find him because he was, from all the murals that Atreus went to see, they're like, oh, Tyr's the one that he used to lead the giants and maybe he could lead us to Odin and uh, sort out Ragnarok and all this sort of stuff. And then when you meet him, that scene where he, you walk into the, the cavern and like you get the God of War from Norse mythology and the God of War from Greek mythology, well, I guess the new God of War from Greek mythology, he walks over and they meet him and Tyr just, well... It just stands up and he's, he's he's gigantic. He's massive. Just towers over uh, Kratos, and you're like, "Oh shit, this guy's gonna be boss!" Oh, oh. he's a big weenie. <laughs> he's a massive weenie. Oh man, so just you know, I think at one point you help him out. He's holding like the blades of chaos as well, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Oh no, he's a weenie. <laughs> he's a mass weenie. But then, uh, yeah, throughout the game, I, I still liked his. I loved his voice. I, I liked how supportive he was and how he, he was trying to change his character or that sort of thing. But then he wasn't real. It's all fake. Uh, hold it, I, um, holding on to that I, spoiler. I looked up... I looked up all, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you, you looked up what? Uh, I'm glad it wasn't spoiled for me, but I went and looked up... Like, there's all these YouTubes of uh, Tia slipping. And, like, the first time he meets Freya, he calls her Freak, which is, like, you know, the pet name or alternative name or whatever. 
And he's like, he's like, I don't go by that name. Like, no, I've been going by that name for a long time. He's like, oh, oh, shit, my apologies. Uh, uh, I, can, I can see I've upset you. I will go now. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to and, watch a couple of those. So, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of sequences like that. Um, what I didn't really quite understand is... He, he came up with his uh, shield when um, there was all the realm tales from Gnam. Yep. The, the, the space dog. Yes. <laughs> Hell dog. Yep. Um, apparently, he didn't really do anything. And one of the things is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just went to grab a shield instead of grabbing a sword. Like, don't worry. Next time, I'll grab a sword. I'll be ready. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. That's that's kind of kind of neat. Yeah. And then, like, was he... Is he there the entire time? Is he, is he only there when Odin wants to be him? Is he hiding in a broom closet? Like I don't know. So obviously he yeah. knows everyone's entire plans. Yeah, like what about everything? Like what a diabolical move from Odin that whole time. And and you're right. I I I, I liked Tears evolution from when you meet him and he's like he's all like no I'm not going to war I'm not going to lead you to war I'm not even going to yeah. fight I'm not going to pick up a sword killing is bad and then sort of well just before he gets revealed to be Odin you're like oh he actually it sounds like he's he's like oh he might come to us come with us to Ragnarok he might help us out in a fight if we need help yeah. like he might be prepared to do what needs to be done and and then it gets revealed that it's it's Odin I remember sitting there on the couch being like <gasps> Oh shit! <laughs> just, oh my god! And I ended up watching a bunch of YouTube reacts of other people being like, oh, "No!" Like I just who saw that coming? Like did any? No, anyone? No. Like who saw? Like, Tia was such a great character, and like, oh no, it's just Odin, that diabolical motherfucker! <laughs> like wow! I I thought that. Uh, so yeah. so obviously you res- you rescued Tia in the post game. You rescued the real Tia. Yeah, first game, but it kind of felt like even though everything you knew about Tia to that point was fake, it felt like that was still his story arc. Even yeah, with the real one, which that I was. Sense? Yeah, I, I were you disappointed by that? The fact that it felt like the same character. Yeah, like because to me it was really hard to sort of disengage that. Yeah, that yeah. they were different people. Like it felt like this the new the real Tia is still a big weenie. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Like when I when um, I found the real tear, which I was not expecting to do, you find the real tear, and it's like, oh, oh, it's the same character. I was kind of hoping he would be ready for war or ready to, I don't know, be more of a god of war. But it was the same character, which felt like it just kind of fizzled out. Like, oh, tear is still tear. I guess Odin played played his part well, but like, oh, okay. I kind of wanted so, but to be a bit different in that prison. I, I, don't, I think you've watched a different spoiler cast than I have, yeah. but um, in that prison, you realise Odin has been keeping multiple people to be them, right? To transform as them or spy on people or whatever. And there's, there's a dwarf in there. Oh. And um, par- apparently the developer, the lead creator, was like, well, did you notice there's a dwarf um, you, when you're like in the river and there's like a bridge or something? Before all the dwarves run away from their town, there's another dwarf that spits on you from a bridge. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, that that that's Odin. Oh wow, that's cool. So go 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 look up a whole bunch of YouTubes of um you know of that like after this and like I just oh. felt like oh wow like I didn't remember but you know that's, now that I rewatched all the YouTubes I'm like oh, that's really cool. Oh, wow, Odin's everywhere. He's always spying on us. Yeah, not Odin's just ravens. ravens. Not just ravens. Odin's spying all over the place. Wow, that's really cool. Um, 
next i guess it's one of the hardest parts of the game brock's death brock and sindri let's talk about brock and sindri <sighs> you go first oh uh, yeah i love that they're, they're, they're full they're full characters right yeah like yep. Yep, really fleshed out. Yep. I think we touched on before about how Sindri was the sort of enabler for Atreus and, you know, sneaking out <laughs> yep. all the time. Yep. Um, again, I really liked Brock's whole arc of not having a soul and, you know, blessing blessing the weapon, drop near. Like, I thought that was really good. Yep. Um, I kind of wish you had even more time with Brock. Yep. Um, but I think, I think you probably actually did. Like, the whole dwarf town, I think you were with him. Uh, Brock meeting his girlfriend or well, I don't know, lady dwarf friend. Yep, yep. I thought that was actually kind of like, kind of like cute, really good. Yeah, you um, know that you just know that like him and his dwarf friend were getting nasty back in the day as well. Like you had oh. weird little freaky dwarf <laughs> sex, you little gross, little gross I, weenies. <laughs> um, what I what I keep thinking like how powerful are dwarfs? Like they can just teleport anywhere, everywhere, all the time. Right. Was was that just Brock and Sindri like, or was it all see, of them? You see them. Well, I, I guess maybe Brock and Sindri, but like there's multiple times where you just you watch them teleport. And I'm like, wouldn't Odin want to, you know, capture that power? And like, I, don't, I guess he can teleport with yeah. ravens, but... Yeah. But like, why, why are they so special and awesome? <laughs> yeah, you make a good point. And like, just so great with craftsmanship, they can just grab, a, grab an axe and be like, huh. Sweet, it does forty more damage now. <laughs> but uh, I, I did, I did like the funeral. The funeral was really touching. Um, yes, I'm, I'm. It was really well done. Like, I'm glad you saved it till last. Your, your advice, Nick, to your advice to me was don't do that activity before you do everything else. Yep. And I had already gotten everything I needed for the platinum, but like, like you need to get hundred percent in every area. You need hundred percent. I'm like, I did not need one hundred percent, but now. I'm so glad I can say you can't use that against me because I did 100% of everything. Yep. And then, yeah, the funeral was the last bit. Really touching. And then the real credits run. Yes, which is, that's, that's was my main point because when I did it, I was, I, I still had uh, the last gravestone to do and maybe uh, like one or two other little things and the Valkyrie Queen. And I was like, ah, I'm in the realm. I'll just go do the grave. I'll just go to the funeral now. And then the credits roll and I was like, no, that was meant to be saved till last. Damn. And so the last thing I did, the last thing I did was the frustrating Valkyrie queen. And I, I wish, I, I, I uh, wish I saved my last thing to be uh, Brock's funeral. They, they don't have like, they're, they're great fights, but I feel like this, the story payoff isn't quite there, is it? No, it just, it, once I beat the Valkyrie queen, I was like, oh, well, this is done now, I guess. And I guess I'll just turn the game off. Whereas yours, it, it it seems like it would have been a good closure of like, everything's done. I'm going to go see Brock off. Credits roll. Done. And I, yeah, I, I wanted that for it you. Was, it was great, great advice. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Brock's death. Did you see that coming? Did you did you think anyone would die in the game? Uh, d- definitely not. I, I think if Sindri died... Mm. I think it would have been even sadder, but they sort of like, you're like, oh no, Brock was, he was real, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I I liked it. But what about? Okay, so I, I guess the part I wanted to get to more. But then he's already dead, right? True. He's already he's already died once. True, I guess. But the the part I wanted to get to more was how Sindri is after Brock's gone. Yeah. 
Like, man, he really... He's real mad. He is, like, Kratos-level rageful. When he rocks up at Ragnarok and he's, you know... He's just... See how filthy his armor is at the end, too? Like, he doesn't want to be clean anymore. He's just mad. Like, and he, you know... (coughs) Sindri, can you take down this wall? Wall crushes and... Like, oh, Sindri, the, this thing's taking down our, our realm doors. Can you smash any? Yep. It's like, he's like, no more dwarves are dying for your shit. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Yeah, I really like that. And, uh, and yeah, for the funeral where he's just like, I can't remember what line he says, but even at the funeral, he's still just like, this is uh, something he's like, oh, this is all your fault. Or like, I still hate you guys and yeah. I blame you for everything. And, or even uh, when they seal Odin, in the in the sphere and they're like well what do we do now and he's like i know what to do like see he just teleports in and out whenever he wants he just just grabs orb and he just smashes it because they yeah i I was kind of worried that that mean the soul would go to someone else well maybe maybe i'll save that for god of war rebirth or something but uh yeah I don't know what do you what do you think of his um his personality switch? I want to uh, do you have any more to say about that? Because that, that uh, really know, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think de- de- death changes people, right? Like it really mm. does, and mm. you don't like pe- people don't know what to say or do. Yeah, to someone that's you know had someone that's really down, like oh sorry if you're lost, like you will never understand my loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and it's it's awkward, right? Yeah, and I. I I've seen it in other people and you know they've totally changed and you don't really know how to help them like there is no there is no way there's no right way to, yeah. do, to do anything like, and especially but you know but unlike Freya who's <laughs> practically in love with Kratos at the end well, not they're not but yeah I'm glad they didn't I didn't glad they didn't go that way but I just felt like you killed my son thanks for everything yeah but it, like, yeah the discussions that they have between between kratos and freya from when they first start working together to the end where she you know or, you know halfway through the game where she finally forgives him and is like look i don't know if i can ever really forgive you for this but i understand why you did it like you were trying to save you know kratos is like you were my friend i was just yeah. trying to save you yeah i didn't really he didn't give me a choice and all, all this stuff and like man that's such great evolution and, and i i that's the only thing that i hate that's unfinished with this game is i i don't i i felt really awful knowing that Sindri feels the way he does and that he just hates you guys now and I hope that whether it's DLC or Atreus gets his own game or there's another God of War in a couple of years but I really hope that that forgiveness comes around because that's the only loose end for me that I'm like fuck that hurts like that's a painful loose end that I look at and I'm like oh yeah. Sindri I'm, so- I'm really sorry man like we-, we didn't want Brock to die <laughs> like no one wanted Brock to die it was all Odin's fault. See, and the thing, it's like Mamiya and Freya, like all their hatred can come back down to Odin. Yeah, right. Odin, Odin is the is the terrible person that does all these things. Mm. And what I we haven't really touched on when you're in when you're in Asgard, right? Yep. Uh, I think Druids like talking to Atreus. It's like, oh, you mean the the bitter ex-wife? Of course, the bitter ex-wife's going to say bad things. Or you mean. The, the you know the general whatever Mimir was to Odin like you mean like his general advisor who ran away like of course he's gonna say bad things about Odin yeah. and it's kind of like like is Odin that bad like he is and he's not but like you sort of see different sides yeah. of things like oh you got yeah I, I completely like, agree with what, you yeah two sides to every story yeah 
Yeah, you make a solid point. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but because I, I guess we we're kind of indoctrinated from the first game that like Odin's a dick, Odin's a jerk, Odin did this, Odin did that, and even the start of yeah. the second game, Odin's a jerk, Odin's a monster, and so then you meet people who who live with him and have grown up with him, and like she's grown up with him, and she's like, oh, he's yeah, he's granddad, like he's he's nice, he looks after me. But you, yeah, you see, like I guess because we have sort of we know who he really is we see through those kind of cracks and it's it's yeah it's it's hard because i imagine uh her growing up or it's and seeing him just as grandpa and him being nice to her the same way he was nice to atreus and be like oh you can come and go from asgard as you please that's fine just don't take the mask with you you can't take the mask you can't take the sword how brutal was it like oh atreus you're staying in um it was either Boulder's room yeah. or the Thor, the Thor's other kids. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, I can't remember which one. But like, that's it. You're staying in those rooms. The people you met. Yeah. Watch out that for ghosts. Great. Ah, well, Jeffrey, I think we're coming up, sort of on the end here. We've got two minutes, less than two, minutes, two minutes left. left. Should we wrap it up? Do we have anything else you want to add? Do we want to go more? Do we have more we want ah. to add? We have got ten minutes still. Maybe we could maybe get more some stuff in about the voice acting. I really want to talk about the sound design and how it changes when you go into caves or tunnels and how it echoes and reverberates Ooh. off walls. That was I thought that was great. But oh, well, if you want to keep talking, Nick, let's let's come back after these messages. Okay, all right. Well, well maybe maybe we'll come back and we'll, even if it's just five or ten more minutes. But I'm not I'm not quite ready yet. So we'll we'll be right back. And we're back after our second break. It really is a testament to just how good this game was, isn't it? The week, like, I could see. I think it's been great conversation, and we've both been very excited. But there's still so much more that Nick, we could talk about for ages. How long did it take you to get the platinum? Forty-eight hours. How long did it take you to get the platinum? Oh, fifty-three. Oh, fifty-three. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> you beat me. Just. Yeah, I don't um, think I. I was really we, rushing. I feel yeah. like I really took my time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the actual ending of the game. So, yes. cool. Ragnarok happens. Yes. Uh, Odin's essentially dead. Yes. And then the credits sort of happen. Like, what do you think of the whole Atreus walking through the credits? Oh, I, I loved it. The, like, when you walk up to uh, that last mural and... Um, what's her name? Uh, Agaboda. Agaboda. Agaboda opens it up for you and you see... The, your story again just like when you get up to the mountain from the first game and you and you see your story and everything you've been through and then atreus is like dad like you know i have to go off on my own now there's more things that i have to do to, to rescuing some of these giants and finding the rest of these these balls and i have to you know i have to go off on my own now but i remember our promise remember like if and the promise was like if we're ever stuck and we're not sure what to do just think of the other person's voice in their head and what they would say and what they would do and so I could totally see a single-player Atreus-only game that still has Kratos in it, but more just as like a voiceover. It was like, son, remember. Yeah. Remember this. Miles Morales. Yes. Yeah. He gets a phone call from Peter Parker every now and then. Be like, hey, how you doing? I oh, just remember this. Um, but then uh, Kratos walking... That's that, that just calling me through the realms. <laughs> uh, but then Kratos walking to the other side of the mural and having... Like, we ju- can we talk about his wife and just their story and how somehow she knew everything that was going to happen? Faye, Faye, Faye's got more secrets than anybody else. Faye's got the most secrets. Man, that girl. And I love that it was the chick from True Blood or Daredevil or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, whatever show you want to know her from. Wasn't Jesse? No. 
or True Blood for me. <laughs> but I, I like I love that character, and it was it was great to see her in that role. Like, what what did you think of that whole Kratos and the wife? In Faye? Ah, I really enjoyed those bits. Did you see Faye in the first game? I can't no, really remember. Absolutely not. No, she was not in the first game. I, I felt like that. There's a trope about like women in media is like, oh, you've got a wife. She's dead in the freezer. Like the start of the game, like the woman is dead. Okay, right. so I'm glad she she got a uh, what probably you know. <laughs> it's often portrayed like the female is already dead to make the male story happen or make the male story have character or feeling. Like, oh right, like okay. his feeling okay. is my wife is dead. But so I'm glad she got some real screen time or air time as well, and like a whole bunch of mystery yep. added to her as well. Yeah, and like there was never really a confirmation, really was there about it? Definitely was Faye and Thor fighting. Like it just sort of yep implied. No, no, it was definitely Faye. Um, yeah, yeah, Faye fighting Thor with the axe. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, just I felt like the ending wasn't quite there. I feel like there should have been a little bit more, and then even in oh, really? the post game, which we I re- I really liked the post game and seeing. Um, other characters in the world like you saw through it get Mjolnir yep, and like yep. there's a couple other segments and um, you see Tyr wandering around they get a little bit of closure yeah like they, you see, you interact with these characters not in a story cutscene just in a world you know world interactivity or whatever but even the post game I felt like oh cool I saved all the fallen pieces of Asgard or I saved the um Grimstone, Grimstone, Gravestones, Gravestones, yep. or the Valkyrie Queen. Like, I just felt like there should have been like a little bit more closure. Yep. In some of those things, okay. If that makes sense, okay. Especially the realm, the realm tear stuff. Like, oh, cool. The the very end of the game, Kratos is like, there's much to do, there's much to repair, much to rebuild, or whatever. Yeah. And then you go and you save, or not save, but like you know, do all those activities, and then it's not really a big payoff. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I totally get what you mean because that's why I thought. Yeah, I totally get what you mean because when I went attended Brock's funeral, I didn't think that would be the last thing. I thought, you know, I'll. Yeah. You said, yeah, Kratos has. He's like, oh, the the realm has to be repaired. I thought I'd go and do everything, and then they'd be like, oh, I thought maybe he'd go chill at his house and sit down and grab, you know, yeah. so a beer or something, and just be like, oh, now I, now I can rest. Well, how did you go? I went back to the house multiple times during the story and nothing really happened no i don't i don't think so although i don't think i I remember at the end of the first game you have the return home and then it has the epilogue of thor Thor showing up but i don't think i did that in this one i don't think there was an objective to go home um no there definitely wasn't and i I visited home and i visited uh freya's house as well a couple of times get that plant uh when you come back with freya yeah um, she even says, "Oh, I need I need to get someone to look after uh, the giant turtle thing." Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, but I guess I I I thought, oh, there'll be a story quest for this, and well, I didn't find anything. Yeah, I could totally see there being a mission, and even like like a DLC mission that has like the nine flowers. Yeah, the flowers from every realm. Like nothing really happened. Yeah, I agree. And same thing with the I guess kind of the kind of the cookbook as well, kind of the recipe. You just kind of find them, and it's you hear a little bit of the story. Well. Mamiya just tells the end of the cookbook story. Yeah. What's like, you know, it's nice. Reading behind all that, I'm like, oh. That's, that's yeah, nice. it's nice. But yeah, I, I could totally see uh, the turtle getting transported to Jotunheim and being another one of Argoboda's pets or something like that. Uh, and being friends, oh, yeah. being friends with the big wolf or, you know, something like that. But <laughs> Wolf and a turtle, nice combo. 
I don't know, but they're both giants. <laughs> they both be friends. And you still have the world serpent, so... But now, you had a whole, whole bunch on this... We haven't really touched the combat, Nick. You talk about sound design. You've got that on one of your lists. Uh, yeah, well, I really wanted to talk about the sound design just because I noticed it a lot. I've been noticing a lot lately with my surround sound system. Just all the... I'll hear little crackles on the left from the left speaker. I'm like, oh, what's over there? And I'll turn the character around and be like, oh, there's that, you know, something coming from over there. Or there's something coming from over there. Um, or I hear, you know, hear something above me just because of the way the speakers are orientated. But what I thought was really impressive was if someone was behind a door, how the sound effect was always muffled or then I'd open the door and you'd hear everything become clearer or you'd be uh, kayaking and you'd go through a tunnel or a cave and you'd just hear, you'd hear the sound change. And I was like, was that just for that moment? And so I turned the boat around, go back through and like, no, no, they've got some sort of filter that activates when you go through a tunnel or through a cave or something like that to, to, affect the sound design and i was like that is just nick you should you should definitely watch sakurai's smash or sakurai's videos on game development because he actually touches on that kind of stuff all the time like you think of the amount of video games where you've got someone walking but now they're walking on carpet now they're walking on grass now they're walking on dirt now they're walking on rocks now they've walked through water like there's so many variations of that like sound effect yeah that they do and i guess to me I didn't really notice too much of those th- sound things because, to me, that's a testament of how well it's designed. Mm. It just sounds everything's natural. just natural. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Did you use your headphones much? Do you use the headphones at all? Yes, I, 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 I played like if I play if Andrew's in bed, I'll wear the headphones, yep. the the Sony Pulse ones. Yep. And um, yes, yeah, and sounds great. Um. The clashing, clash, the axe sounds are just so, so damn satisfying to me. Yeah, well, I, I like the, the pop of the spear when you make them all explode, like little fireworks. I thought that was great. Um, <clears throat> what, did, what did you think of, like, we haven't really talked about combat other than the spear combat. Like, what do you think of the axe and the um, blades of chaos? Like, just fighting general enemies and, uh, like, the, the re- realm, rune powers or realm powers or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I kind of hoped going into this game that there would be a little bit more variation on or a little bit more encouragement to switch between. And as an example, I'll give you... Uh, there, is... there, there wasn't... I'm going to stop you. Like, the, in the first game, there was something that if you switch between the axe and the and um, the blaze of cat, there was a move that switched between them. And that was missing in this game. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was. I was going to say, I don't think that was in this game. Um, but I was, I was more thinking along the realms of ghosts of tsushima so there's like four different enemies in ghosts of tsushima and if if you know you know the way of stone then you you can take on these guys if you take know the way of water whatever the four different things it was like each one was relevant to a specific enemy there was like big dudes and little dudes and you know ones with spears and swords and And so i thought since you have three different weapons now that there'd be enemies that are more tailored to i mean it was pretty much just fire and ice i didn't really think there was much difference I don't think there was much really to use with the, your fists as well. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I really like stunning enemies. I really enjoyed that. Mm. And I think fighting with your fists would build the stun meter up. Yep. But I just don't really recall a lot of encouragement to actually use that. Yeah. I definitely use my fists a lot less than this There was one. definitely the shield bash. Yeah, that was cool. The shield bash is the one I remember the most. Yeah, I thought that was cool. 
but uh, the combat like you can't really fault it it was it was solid it wasn't um like there's games that do combat better but it this wasn't bad by any means bad do they i think so i mean i don't know this ghost of shima was pretty great i love the feeling (laughs) no i felt i felt like ghost of shima got repetitive yeah um no no it was good um I felt like towards the end of the game, you, like you become familiar with all the mechanics, right? So anytime there was a big boss fight, non-gravestone enemy, just a regular boss, you're like, okay, cool. Um, realm power one, realm power two. All right, switching to Maca- blades of cast. Realm power one, realm power two. Switching to the spear. Realm power one, realm power two. Oh, use my L two plus Circle. triangle power, whatever that yep. power was. Yep. And oh, cool, the timers have reset. Time to do it again. <laughs> yep, I agree. Yeah, that that was fun. I, I did enjoy. I know what you mean. I, I did the exact same thing with uh, with rotating through them and all the different. Uh, what was? Can you remember your go to uh, runes uh, for your um, axe? F- for the blades of chaos? It was definitely the one who would whip around continuously. Oh, uh, me like, too. Yeah, like, probably like a good five or ten seconds. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I think it was the the meteor shower. <laughs> yeah, just two. Also me. Also me. Um, the axe was just like a Link hurricane spin. <laughs> yeah, the world um, spin, hold it down, me. you keep spinning. And then, and the other one, which I sort of, I couldn't find anything better, but it was the one where he just he holds the axe up and it does like a big uh, AOE attack for like ten seconds, yep. and it just sort of would pause all the bosses. Yep. Um, <coughs> the spear ones, uh, I think I sort of gravitated towards the one that was just like the multiple stick jab yeah one and then the other one where it just does this big sweeping thing and then all the tornadoes come out with it as well yeah the spear art was the one i changed the um, most so, so, so they're the ones i sort of like every time i got a new one i would try it yeah um but eventually like, those, those are the ones i remember using the most yeah I, well, I use I use the exact same ones as you. I, I did change the R two of the axe a few times because the big uh, tornado thing was. Uh, it, I think its cooldown was too long, and so I used the one that was like a big ice area effect smashed into the ground, and it did a bunch of ice, which yeah. did a large ice area effect. Uh, but with the spear, I felt like I changed that one a lot between the tornado and the spears that rain down. Or the one that is like the spears a, that rain down were quite fun. Oh yeah, or the one that was like a straight up. You could be fifty meters away, and he'll do like this rushing charge to stab. Or yeah, the one like the one you said that was like multiple stab, 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 stab. I, I think I always gravitated like because well, I need, I needed them the most for the gravestone fights. Mm-hmm. I think I always gravitated towards uh, ones that would do a mass amount of damage or a mass amount of stun. Yes, because I really I really like stun. For some reason, yeah, I guess I would the bosses, yeah. stun arrows over the the perp, the hex arrows as the elemental arrows, arrows yeah. I think they're called. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, it's funny how I think we played a lot of the what, game what the was same your, way. What, what was your favorite move? Norm, norm, your favorite normal attack? Oh, I I love running into a fight and starting it off with just a big R two with the axe. Bam. Just smash into them that way. Ah, uh, the the run up. Yeah, the run in R two. The 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 run up attacks were were my last uh, things to get filled. Oh really? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm like I was like oh I've got to remember to do the run up attack. Yeah. <laughs> what I do miss is, I felt like the first game had the big axe chop down. Oh uh, yep yep. And I felt like they took that away. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Felt like that was on the reserve for R three moves. Yep. Like, but yeah, like the big 
um, the, the start of the game was pretty much hold R2 to do the big axe chop swing. Yeah. That was really satisfying. Yeah, I use that a lot too. Like, because it, it grabs onto the enemies and then throws them and does... Yeah, what a great game. <sighs> well, I feel like I can kind of breathe. I've been holding all this in for months waiting for you to finish it. You've been stuck playing Pokemon. And, I, I guess it's... Uh, I guess it's really good for me. Like, you know, play a little bit, you know. Then I got really into it. Got the Platinum done all the youtube stuff and then like you know done this podcast like god of war is done yep like i don't need to play or think about it like that's it like you know game over yeah game (laughs) over and that's i think i really do think this is why it's a, a more game of the year than elden ring just because it's like if you if you base it just on gameplay elden ring knocks it out of the park and takes it home every day of the week uh but when you look at all the elements together, like the the characters, the relationships, the voice acting, the attention to detail with everything, like the evolution of characters, or the, the side quests, the collections, the just like every element of the game is just so highly polished and is maximum triple A quality. It just yeah, like I I don't think there'll ever be unless there's God of War three or whatever. <laughs> I'm like well. You know what I mean? Like, no game even comes close to this level of polish. Like, was, um, you know, the other Sony AAA title at the start of the year, Horizon. Like, <laughs> does that even come close? Like, I know you didn't like it. But does no. that even come close to what this is? Not even close. Not even remotely. That's, I think I told you I think Horizon is a 5 out of 10, a perfectly average game at best. God of War is just a... Oh, it is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece of a game it is just fantastic oh oh i just remembered i have uh so i told you about the one loose end that i'm like that needs to be tied up with with brock uh but i've i've been wanting this end to be tied up since the 2018 god of war uh when you go to helheim hopefully you remember this scene you go to helheim and you jump on the ship and just before you leave helheim kratos looks in the distance and you see zeus's head pop up through like some mist or smoke and he's like kratos and i sort of remember that kind of stuff yeah and uh and and uh kratos looks over and he says to mamir he's like what is that what is that place over there and um and mamir's like oh that's a place you never want to go son like that's a, a bad place and i was like oh are we gonna see zeus at some point i remember thinking that in the first game and then when we went to helheim again i'm like is this are we gonna see zeus in some way shape or form this time and i just i felt like that was to put that in there for in the first game have zeus's head show up and be calling out to him from the afterlife in in helheim Mm. and not have anything pay off because i feel like the first game to the last game right okay this is a definitely continuation of all the other previous god of war things right yep god of war 2018 was definitely like well athena was in in the game right yeah there was the sort of visions of zeus like you just spoke of and this game didn't really have any um big story tie-ins like to the previous games except for story time yes right yeah i was gonna say story time is like um like you know whenever you're on the boat oh yeah uh, hey uh, hey laddie like uh, tell me that time you went to a big combat uh battle arena with magicians and uh you know musical singing people and kratos is like 
I will not speak of this. <laughs> and that was like the time he was in Mortal Kombat or something, right? Yes, that's right. Yes, I, I, thought, I thought it was PlayStation uh, and All-Stars. Then there was like... W- w- yeah, oh, there's that too. Um, there is like another section about what must be the PSP games that I haven't played about Kratos' brother. Um, like, you know, that's yep. how he got his tattoos. Yep. Uh, there's sections about him and his daughter. Yep. Uh, I, don't, I don't really... Did he have two kids? I, I, I thought remember, he had a wife and like, two kids from the first game, but I can't remember. Yeah. But like, there's a whole you know story time on that. Yep. Uh, there's all the story time of his previous battles or artifacts from artifact artifacts from Greece. Yep. Like, pre- talking about previous gods. Like, so it was all built into the sort of, not cutscenes, but the story, you know, just general story time in between yeah. your traveling oh, to yeah. locations about all his previous adventures. Was, like, I thought it was really really great yeah i'm glad you mentioned that too because yeah you're right the every conversation or every anytime you were moving anywhere that they were sort of constantly talking and just but it wasn't it was all interesting but also it was all interesting but also i didn't mind if i wasn't paying attention and missed some of it if that makes sense like it didn't didn't feel essential but i it was just always just whipped cream and cherry on the cake that was you know the game and i yeah i agree i all the story time but i was like hold We'll come back to this. <laughs> oh, the was like, "Oh, laddie, we'll, we'll we'll continue this on next time." Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, "Oh, but like, how much more of that story was left?" Like, I just kind of just keep talking to the last bit. Like, I know why they did, yeah. but th- those lines would often get repeated. Like, oh, as I was saying about blah blah blah, or oh, you know, uh, Faye, what's her name? What's her name? Freya. Oh, Freya, you were telling me about X Y Z again? Like, yeah. So, and that, all, like such such great game design for that as well. Like I don't know what it, if it was a nightmare, oh, a nightmare for them to do that type of thing. But oh, geez, it was cool, so cool. I remember I remember talking to you about like, does anyone like you know when you play as a trace and a trace is by himself, like does anyone just not talk? And even a trace like can't stop talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then at po- post game when I've done everything, like oh, oh, I've I've done it all. Yeah. Or, actually, there was one time I'm like, oh, I want to see if I can get back to the norms again. Yep. And I was with Atreus, and, like, the way it's shut off. And Kratos was like, oh, I wanted to show Atreus the uh, the Kelpie. Oh, right. The underwater horse thing. Like, it, like the, there was a story reason, or, like, they talked about why I was going back to this area. Like, how do they know? Yeah, just Damn, it's crazy, isn't it? it's so yeah like oh dad yeah dad likes he likes loot dad likes to collect loot <laughs> i love that line it's like uh where is your father going yeah, like, that's so oh good. yeah dad likes loot <laughs> but uh I, I don't know about you but i'm all god of ward out i i think i'm god of ward out too nick 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 like and subscribe like and subscribe if you haven't played god of leave war a com- leave a comment below it. yeah but hopefully i'm hoping you know a couple people listen to this that play the game and go man they i feel like we really nailed the conversation this time but i don't know let us know yeah well, i think uh we, we should just like we should title it like you know um uh game god of war game developer talks to two losers <laughs> podcast and he's see if that gets the yeah, clicks he's talking to us in my mind but uh well jeffrey it has been lovely talking to you and uh hopefully we i i would like to maybe do a, a podcast about pikmin next week maybe Oh yeah, or 2023 games. 2023 games, yes, games coming out in 2023. That lots of things. I, I have an inkling, Nick, that there'll just be like some sort of announcement in a week's time. Oh, okay. M- maybe not a Nintendo Direct, just like 
Just something. Oh, okay. Maybe Spider-Man. I don't know. You know, who wants to announce news at Christmas? Mm. Like, uh, January. Look forward to this in 2022. January's the time. Oh, well. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And thanks for watching. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Nick and Jeff or Facebook.com slash Nick and Jeff or on podcast services of your choice. Did I miss anything? Love you, Nick. See you next time. <laughs> Love you too, Jeffrey. Bye.